Welcome to Epignosis, the teaching ministry of Grace Morgan. May the light of God illuminate your heart and may the truth make you free as you listen. I will be speaking on something I have titled, Our Father. When the disciples of Christ asked him to teach them how to pray, he started by saying, Our Father. Now we know that Christ is the Son of God. In fact, he's the only begotten Son of God. That's what it says in John 1.14, which basically implies that he was born physically as a Son of God, while all others are so through spiritual rebirth. So if anyone has the right to personalize God, it should be Christ. He, however, said, Our Father, meaning that he recognizes that God is universal, collectively held in relationship with all creatures, recognizing the right of access by everyone else, knowing that God belongs to all, and all belong to God, thereby leaving room for others to be partakers of His grace and love. I know the personal God idea can sound quite romantic. The idea of a God with personal relationships with men being tied in bonds of friendship this can be very exciting, inflaming powerful passions which become a good driver for evangelistic endeavors. However, at the same time, it tends to reduce God to human size, into a kind of pocket God, which some of our ancestors used for centuries. A God to be used for personal desires. This accounts for a lot of the errors that are bound in the thinking of many. A personal God to the exclusion of others is what gives rise to the types of prayers offered up by many. Prayers with regard to solutions for problems with no thought for its impact on larger society. It also brings a misunderstanding of what God means in the first place. It is important to know that God is universal, that regardless of the names called in every culture or even religion, God created and ultimately owns all things. As a matter of fact, neither Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob knew God's name. Countless generations after them passed by only reckoning God by their ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. They called him so many names they made up for thousands of years, only for God to finally reveal the name as Yahweh to Moses on Mount Sinai in Exodus 6.3. I had always wondered why it took God that long to say what the name is. I have come to realize that we are dealing with a personality that is not really hung up 
about names. You can call God anything you like. It doesn't change who God is. Which is why God initially introduced himself as I am to Moses. That, according to God himself, means I am what I am. That's in Exodus 3.14. (laughs) Talk about non-specifics. So, when it comes to God, let's not get hung up on names. Because God himself is not. So, it's not about names. There needs to be a recognition of God as Father of all. One of the things that I believe put the nation of Israel into trouble with God was the fact that they thought that God was only for Israel. They called God the God of Israel, so they felt God only loved Israel and hated everyone else. He made the Israelites proud with the feeling of indispensability. I think it was a part of why they were so stiff-necked. They felt God had no choice. Little did they know that God only dealt with Abraham, their forefather, with the entire human race in mind. It wasn't because God loved Abraham specially, but it was because of his love for humanity. He said to Abraham in Genesis 22:18, "In thy seed shall all nations of the earth be blessed, because thou has obeyed my voice. This shows clearly that God's plan through Abraham is for the whole world, not just for Abraham. Not knowing this, the Israelites began to consider themselves different from the rest of the world, rather than being an example and a beacon of light. As God intended for them to be, they became proud and looked down on everyone else. They misinterpreted God's instruction to be separate as meaning that they should be superior. What a surprise then it was for them when God asked them to submit their necks to the yoke of his servant, Nebuchadnezzar. That was in Jeremiah 27.6. God was trying to teach them by this to understand that God is for all. But they refused to understand. So Jerusalem was burnt down. Another story that is interesting in this area is the story of Jonah. God asked Jonah to go and warn the inhabitants of Nineveh. But Jonah, who hated the people of Nineveh, did not want God to forgive them. So he rather took a boat in the opposite direction. As the story went in the book of Jonah, he was thrown overboard by those in whose company he sailed, and a fish delivered him to the shores of Nineveh. He went on to deliver his warnings from God, and the people repented, and God stayed his hand, which angered Jonah. But God made him to understand that all nations belong to him and he therefore cares about all now my dear listeners as you relate with the almighty god never believe 
that God can be boxed into any form of limitations. No nation, no language, no belief system is sufficient to hold God. Don't judge on the basis of the different names by which different religions call God in different languages. It makes no difference because God doesn't care about names. Even you can make up your own name for God. God's constituency is the entire world and God's purpose goes beyond what our various religions can fully cover. As you call upon God, also remember that God loves those people that you may hate. Don't ever think for a minute that God will hate someone who you hate. God's commitment to you cannot be without regards to others. God is also someone else's God and Father. Be mindful of how you pray against any human being. Never think that God will take sides. God is not on anyone's team. God is not even an umpire. God owns the stadium. And if you are favored by God, do not believe that you are favored because of yourself. You are favored by God to be a blessing to all humanity, just as it was with Abraham. So let's worship God as God Almighty in whatever creed to which we are adherent and obey His commandments thereby. But never presume we can monopolize God. Thank you very much for listening and God bless you. We hope you were blessed by these teachings. For inquiry, support and contributions kindly send us an email on epignosis721 at gmail.com you can also send us a message via whatsapp on 234 we would love to hear from you god bless you